Welcome to the Digital Lactation Podcast, a place for you to feel seen, heard, and empowered along your lock journey. I'm your host and digital lactician, Jocelyn Renee. Peace, family. I am so grateful for you being here and excited to go on another journey with you in this conversation. Not another journey. I'm not not cutting my locks again, but I mean another journey on this podcast speaking about regrets. And y'all know if you have been subscribed to my channel, which I hope you are subscribed to the channel, um, you saw that I posted a video recently about regrets with cutting and coloring my locks. And I also have shared regrets in the past with other sets of locks. And this this topic of regrets with our lock journey is one that I feel like if we were more transparent about, if we talked about more openly, it would help others along the journey and would also help ourselves either feel more comfortable with our choices or what we are kind of deciding between or allow us just the freedom to embrace the thing that we regret. So tonight we're going to talk about it. Um, Before we get into that conversation, though, I would love, love, love if you could check in in the comments. Let me know where you are checking in from. And something that's been on my heart lately, I would like to do some type of like tour or events, Um, you know, just really get out of just being here in Maryland. So definitely share your name, where you're located. and whether or not we should we should do something in your city, like throw some ideas out. What type of event would you like to see that we could all bring the community together on? Um, I'm going to be putting together some type of event, I know, in the PG Maryland area. So make sure that you are subscribed to my digital text club, y'all. Okay. Digital Text Club, the link is down below. That is just for us to stay connected beyond social media and also allow me to reach out to you without you having to check your email. Because y'all know, if you're a male, it's like my mail, you got thousands of email messages all the time. So the Digital Text Club just allows us to, you know, communicate on a more personal level. All right. So you're subscribed, you're checked in, and hopefully you're tapped into the Digital Lactician or Digital Text Club or, you know, the digital lactation lock goals club, whichever one, right? Um, so let's get into this conversation about regrets. Do you currently, with your current set or in the past, have any regrets with your locks? I know for me personally, my second set of locks, this is my third, my second set of locks, I cut my locks off. I want to say I was three years maybe even four years into that set, just to change my parting system. I completely regretted it. And I knew I regretted it. I want to say as you're like one, like 18 months in, but I just was like, maybe if I stick through it, it'll be okay. Ended up cutting them off anyway, combing them out anyway. So I definitely have personally experienced regrets, but I want to know if you currently or in the past set of locks, have had any type of regrets. We're going to talk today about the, look at my notes, four different types or four different regrets, the most common types of regret that people typically have on this journey. 
And we're going to kind of get to the bottom of it to hopefully allow you to make a decision if it's something you've been regretting or to hopefully make sure that you don't make this mistake so that you don't regret it, okay? Because we're, we're out here trying to save lives, okay? Truly. Um, as always, this episode is sponsored by Crown Elements, which is a hair care line, my hair care line, specifically formulated for locks to elevate the care, the health, and the beauty standards as it relates to hair locking. So if you're looking for hair care products to support you on your lock journey, that are holistic, that are um, herbal base, that don't have any of the foolishness in it, make sure you head over to crownelements.com. You can grab our new lock care bundle that we just released this week, um, which has all of the must-have essentials in it. And if you enter the code DLP at checkout, you will receive a gift from me to you. So that's crownelements.com. I will also link you in the description box. All right, so four biggest types of regrets. Number one is the size, for sure. I feel like if I had a if I had a dime for every time I heard somebody upset about the size of their locks, I would be retired somewhere. <laughs> so size is a huge one. You also have partying. Like I said, I cut off my locks because of the partying. That's that's a big thing. The party system is huge. Um, you also have the maintenance. And you have the number of locks. Any of you agree with that? So if size is something you regret, press a one. If parting is something you regret or you wish you thought more about, press a two. If maintenance is something that you're like, dang, I wish I had known this, how long, how much it was going to take, press a three. And if the number of locks that you have is something that you're like, I would, if I could go back, I would change it, press a four. All right, let's, let's kind of see where we are. I feel like I've, I think I've had, I think I've regretted all of these things actually, now that I think back to it. Um, but let's get into them a little bit. Let's let's dive in. So when we think about size, um, just last week, I did a short or a video about um, why locks end up being different sizes. Like maybe you have some that are really skinny, maybe you have some that are really big, maybe you have some that are in the middle and they're all on one head and you're like, why are my locks different sizes? The size, being too big, being too small, or having a mix of sizes is something that is really only determined at your foundation or essentially when you start your locks because of the part to lock ratio and your locks being parted in a way that is based on how much hair you have in that section and also what your curl pattern is. So Sizing is something that I believe a lot of locticians that I put in quotes get wrong because they haven't been trained enough to understand what the parting that they are doing or how the parting that they're doing is going to impact the locks three years, five years, six years down the line. They're only parting for it right now and getting the neat, like super crisp parts and not taking into consideration people's densities, hair type, hair texture, all those things. And it's something that is that comes with training. So if you are not a certified lactician, you can absolutely learn it over time through trial and error. It's like, oh man, I see now that this person, it was like a little, like, it was kind of scalpy right here. And I did it like this. 
So next time I have another client that has hair like this, I'm try like that. So you can absolutely learn it over time, but why do that? Why not invest into your career, into your grass, become certified and trained so you are not setting people up to have this regret about size? Because I see it in ones, okay? I see them ones, people upset that the size of their locks is not consistent, okay? So sizing is a big one and it it is determined by your foundation. So if that's something that's bothering you right now, it's really one of those things that you just kind of like got to live with um, because it, it can change, right? Like my size, the size of my locks drastically changed when I had my daughter because my locks were one year I found out that I was pregnant with her three months before or three months after I started my, after I started this set. And so my locks, they were juicy and full. And then as soon as, well, not as soon as, but shortly after she arrived on this earth and my hair started falling out, my ends of my locks looked real big and fat, but the roots, they were struggling. And so that was so, so hard to just like, come to terms with and it definitely took years for it to all like even back out um but yes yeah, sizing can be a big one and what I will say is if it is if the sizing is bothering you because of um how it was started and not like a life thing like stress or um having a baby or medication if it's truly just I started it myself Okay, because, you know, DIY, that was me too, one, once upon a time. And I was like, dang, this one real skinny, this one real big. So I had like favorite locks. Um, if it's if it's because of that foundation and it's really irking you, like if you're really just like, dang, every time I get this little skinny one, just, like if it's really bothering you, just start over. You know, this hair, start your journey over, making sure that this time you're applying what you know now. Right. But if it's if it's something that's just like it bothers you, but like you can get over it quickly. Don't even worry about it. Lock this, locks, this, locks. You'll be fine. There's lock jewelry for all sizes, especially now. Now to get into this parting. OK, what type of parting system do y'all have? Put it in the comments. Uh, do you have the uh, bricklay parting system? Let's get a five. You got bricklay. If you have the diamond parting system, press the six or all my sixes at. If you have the crescent with a C-shaped parting, say that four times fast. If you have a C-shaped parting, press a seven. And if you have um, the triangle parting, if you decided to start your locks with triangles, I'm looking at you a little sideways, but go ahead and press the eight. And if you have more of an organic, just kind of, we just parted it, got grab and go type of parting, um, go ahead and press a nine. So what parting system do we have? Like what what's... What's the most popular parting system here? And I'm, I'm a little biased to the, uh, the little diamond parts. But <laughs> nonetheless, your parting, parting system or the way in which your locks are parted is, and this is for traditional locks. So if you have um, sister locks, it's not apply to you because sister locks has their own um, patented parting that needs to be done. But for traditional locks, micro locks, Parting systems are something that should be taken into consideration. And what that parting system is going to do, amongst other things, one of the most, I feel like, noticeable things that the parting system does 
it affects how scalpy your locks look. So if you're like me, you have real fine hair, you see the men starting to pop out. I feel like you all have seen my hair when it's shampooed and it sticks to my hair, sticks to my head like a little baby hair. Like you have real fine hair like that. Having square brick parts, it's not gonna be your friend. It might look good when you first start because you're getting all the frizz from originally starting your hair where it's nice and puffy. But as they mature through that locking process, so you get over to that uh, adult stage, they're no longer teenagers all wild and puffy. They've condensed to their natural size and they start to get some weight to them and length. That good old scalp on your fine head is going to start showing up and showing out. Okay. So I personally combed out my locks. They, they had to be at least three years old. Um, combs out my locks because. They got that weight to them. And listen, girl, sis, my scalp was scalping. Okay, it was this, it was just like all straight scalp. And I was like, oh no, I'm not gonna be out here looking like this, letting them get longer and always having to. I felt like I always needed to pull my hair up to give it volume. And I didn't want that. So I completely started over with the diamond parting system. And it's, it's given fullness. It's given fullness, although. It's not really, it's not really full here. Okay. So the parting system is going to determine the scalpiness. So if scalpiness is something that's been bothering you, it's something that you have been like, dang, I just only want my hair, I just only want my locks to uh like I really only like them when they've grown out. I don't want to retwist them because I don't want to see the scalp. Um, I'm just sad about the lack of fullness at the roots or lack of fullness that you see with your locks, it's more than likely the parting system, okay? So if you regret that parting system, I will clear the air here and say, if you would like to change your parting system, you will need to cut or comb out your locks to repart your hair. I will not, or I do not recommend that you say, oh, well, I'm just going to snip my whole lock off, repart it, and then attach the snip lock to the, to the new parts. The reason why I don't recommend that is because what we just talked about with the first regret and the size, you have different densities, you have different hair types, you have different hair textures, and that size part you had to start is probably is going to be different than the size you have when you repart your hair. So your part to lock ratio will be compromised. And so your lock was going to look crazy when you try to reattach it to this oblong, reshaped part. Don't even do it. All right. So just completely start over. It's okay. And hey, like when people, people even ask me, like, why did you, your locks are like the same size as the last set that you just had. Why did you start this set? And I'm like, because I changed my parting system. You probably won't understand in the beginning, but two, three years down, the seven years at this point down the line, I'm so happy and so grateful that I did it. So, you know, take that with you if you'd like, or hey, leave it alone. We touched on it, all right? And let's get into this maintenance, okay? Who here would love to only do their hair a couple times a year? Um, and by do, I mean retwist or groom. We, we know we're, we're shampooing our hair every two weeks, right? 
three weeks at at the like latest, yes. But as far as grooming goes, raise your hand. If groom retwisting your hair two to three times a year would be ideal in a in a perfect world. If that would if that would be you. That that would be me. <laughs> I would love that. But alas, okay, my hair, the way my hair beautifully grows out of my head, it also does not grow with my locks. And so not retwisting my hair regularly. And by regularly, I mean every three, four weeks in the beginning, I could probably go, I can get away with like six weeks pushing it right now. If I don't do it, my locks will start thinning. My it, the roots will start hurting because of the weight of my lock and my part to lock ratio with hair growing away from the lock. It is not constantly being integrated and supported. It needs to be reinforced with the grooming. So I say all that to say there's a lot of regret sometimes about maintenance because you may have thought like, okay, I'm a loose natural. I'm braiding my hair. I'm detangling my hair every week and or every other week and now i'm gonna get locked i'm gonna be free i don't gotta just hang on no more i don't gotta do nothing and it's like oh snap you gotta pop your locks i gotta moisturize i gotta use a steamer i gotta retwist i gotta do i gotta do uh hydration treatments i gotta do herbal like it's like dang i didn't know it was going to be this i thought i was getting away from like all the things and then you're like, oh, let me go find a loctician. And our loctician's like, oh, yeah, start your locks. Cool. I'm starting to like boom, boom, boom. And then they're like, oh, actually, come see me 13 times a year. Because if you're going three every three weeks, that's 13 times a year. But meanwhile, in your head, you were like, oh, I'm going to get locks. I'm going to have to do my hair like a couple of times a year. And <laughs> nope. For some, it does not work that way. So again, if maintenance has been a problem for you, and like, you really was like, you know what? I'm gonna get locks and I'm gonna semi-preform. And then you're like, oh, I'm semi-preforming, but then your locks are thinning or your roots are hurting or your scalp is becoming more sensitive or you got a scalp condition and your, your scalp has to be cleansed and maintained every week. Like it could be, it could make it so that locks is a regret for you. But in reality, if you knew what you were getting into up front, wouldn't that make it better? It would allow you to make a more informed decision. It would allow you to plan for your locks from a place of, okay, I got my locks. I got my traditional locks. I need to get them done every four weeks for the first year. And then after the first year, I can go every six weeks to get them done. So at least nine times out of the year, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, make sure I do my grooming. Maybe at four of those nine times, I'm going to go to a loctician to check my scalp. Like, it just allows you to plan in a way, having an assumption or just assuming you're going to move with your locks and then getting into it. And it's just like, whoa, I didn't even know that was the thing. And so like, that is one of the things we touch on or I do my best to support you with in our Lock Goals Club. So the digital text club is for us to communicate. Our Lock Goals Club, it allows us, it allows me and the locticians that I've trained that are interested in becoming educators to step in and help you reach your lock goals 
on a regular consistent basis with video chats and workshops and calls and discussions and Q&A and things like that. Um, because if you're DIY, you're doing it yourself. It's some things you don't know. If you don't know what not to know, you don't know what to know. So if you ain't know, you get caught out here. But if you know, um, it just allows you to, I feel like, embrace the journey a little bit more. So yeah, maintenance, definitely make sure you have a consultation, whether that be virtually or in person with a loctician to find out what your maintenance regimen will look like, okay? And if you have sister locks, okay, you got to listen to your consultant. Like when you go to that consultation, and I say this from experience, as a sister lock consultant, when I was a sister lock consultant, and I would tell people, okay, you got to come in every four weeks or you got to come in every six weeks. And they come in at the 13th week. I'm like, I told you when you needed to come in. And now this is how your locks have been compromised or this is what you now have to expect. That's not going to be able to be repaired because you didn't follow the regimen. So have a consultation, stick to the plan, follow the plan, run the play, execute. Maintenance is important. All right. And getting into number three, all the good people here who wish they had a different number of locks. This is this is probably juicy. I want to ask you, what, how many locks do you currently have? So put that in the chat. How many locks do you currently have? And if you're thinking about changing the number of locks, or if you have thought about changing the number of locks, what would be your ideal number? So like put, if you have 36 locks, but you wish you had 100, say 36 to 100. If you have 36 locks, you wish you had 12. Put 36 to 12. Like, this different way to slice it. When I started my first set of locks, which were sister locks, I had 337 locks. Took six hours every six weeks to get my hair done. I know, right? <laughs> when I transitioned or combed out my sister locks and started my own set of locks, I want to say I started with 46 some, no, I started with like 54, I think. And then over time, I, I think I cut an undercut and I combined some locks that are really small because again, the size. I feel like I ended that set with 42 locks. So I went from like 54 to 42, which is why if you've seen the video on my channel, beware of combining your locks or don't combine your locks. I mean that. I mean that. And I say it because I did it and I would highly not recommend it, okay? Combining locks for the sake of wanting larger locks is, is not something I recommend on a general scope. Some people, yeah, can get away with it, but my blanket, my go-to is like, don't even do it. If you have thinning and breakage and combining is one way that you want to strengthen it, maybe. But generally, combining is not something that I advise. Um, so then when I started this set, I knew that I wanted fewer locks, but I was also very intentional in that having, I think I had 54, I don't, it, may, it, may, it, was, it was some weird number, maybe like 57. I know with this set, I was very intentional about 36 locks or a number that was divisible by two and three so that I could effortlessly do two strand twists and braids if I wanted to. 
my other set of locks, it was always like, which one am I going to combine? Because they were so thick that they weren't small locks. We could just kind of hide it. Like we put seven here, eight here, five here. And it, they all kind of look the same. When you have thicker locks, it's a lot more consideration. In addition to the dryer time or how long it takes for them to dry, how much product needs to be used when you're shampooing, conditioning, moisturizing, um, the weight of them when you get to styling and putting them on top of your head, um, getting lock jewelry. Like there's so many considerations with locks being thicker that we are getting to more solutions for, but traditionally locks have been pencil width. So it's a lot of things for that that speaks to those types of locks that I know for a fact a lot of products don't take into consideration, a lot of accessories don't take into consideration. And yet, so many people talk about, see in the comments, wanting more, wanting fewer locks. And it's like the grass ain't always greener on the other side, okay? So like, you got some nice traditional locks, be happy with what you have. Um, but if you have somewhere close to 300, I understand your plight and you, you, you might actually wanna combine them. <laughs> So I say all that to say size, the desire for a different size is very relative. What's most important, and I would say take this more so into consideration, is your lifestyle. Like, are you wanting fewer locks because you just became a new mom and like to retwist 112 locks is not, you don't have enough time and you think, oh, okay, I, I wish I had like half of this. So if I had 50 six locks I think that's half of 112 um it would be faster but it might be faster on the front end just to like but it's going to take longer for those to dry right you think it's going to be easier to style whereas more locks is more closer or resembles looser hair so it's easier to style versus thick locks you got to be real strategic about how you pin these up so that gives you the fullness and also the style that you're striving to go for. And it also takes longer to get to a place of stylability, I guess you could say, <laughs> with the thicker lock. So it's just, it's more things to consider. And I feel like even the conversation of just having more locks to style, yes, having more locks gives you more flexibility with your styling, but you can style all sizes of locks. It's just, how creative can you be? So it's there's there's advantages and disadvantages. So if the size is something you regret, really, really pause and think about why the size is a problem and talk to someone about solving the problem versus just talking to someone, maybe a loctician or whatever, about combining your locks. Because maybe the solution is not in the combination. It is in adjusting your regimen and expectations. So, so yeah, talking about the biggest regrets with locks, I think we covered all of them. But if you have had any other regrets with your locks, definitely feel free to put them in the comment section. And we can talk about it in a future episode, or I will do my best to answer it in a, a short, just a quick, you know, let's just run this back real quick. Um, I truly hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to hit that like button. 
And of course, subscribe to the channel. Subscribing helps us get on our road to 100,000 strong in the community, okay? And last but not least, make sure you head over to crownelements.com to treat yourself to holistic hair care for your locks. We have a lock care bundle that new is newly released that has everything you will need to care for your locks at home from the shampoo to the conditioner, um, our main radiance oil, our piercer, us all in one beautiful bundle. So head over to crownelements.com, add the lock care bundle to your cart, and then enter the code DLP as the digital optician podcast for a little gift from me to you. And as always, I will see you next Thursday, 8 p.m. And I wish you peace, love, and good luck.